Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to doubt when all the birds are singing in the sky. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast. Love the Graps. My name's Chris, and I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan, and this is our podcast about wrestling and that. Is it? Yeah, well, it's an occasional podcast. <laughs> is that, that like an do. occasional table? Yes. Um, occasionally talk about wrestling. Um, this is probably the most energy with which I have spoken in three to four weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, everything's been very lethargic in my life. Yeah. You got um, you got a big thing coming up. We're in we're in the Great Hall of Northampton. Yeah, we're for in the last time. Yeah, big part of my house um, here in Northampton, and I'm moving out, and it's currently a bit of a bomb site. It's a bit sad. Um, we got rid of most of the furniture. Um, the British Heart Foundation came today. Did they? Yeah. I love them. Bret Hart, British Bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, collected a bunch of furniture. Right. And I, was, I was really worried that they were going to just reject it. Because <laughs> I had to speak to the woman on the phone last week, and she yeah. was like, oh, I don't know. Well, it's up to the discretion of the driver whether they can take that stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, they're just going to reject it all. And we had lots and lots of stuff, and they took pretty much all of it. Have so, you seen the prices they charge? I don't really go in there. They charge a lot. I don't next go in time, there. next time, and hopefully there'll never be a next time that you're moving from Northampton, because oh. this will be the move to the big smoke where the streets are paved with gold. I've heard that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but next time, Spencer contact. Spencer contact, and that furniture gets kept in a warehouse mm. and then is given to needy families. No, I didn't. Didn't even care. Should have asked me. me. Should have asked. Why would I ask you? It's very true. Like, very true. <laughs> yeah. I mean. With all due respect, Alan, why would you be the person I go to to ask that information? I mean, I'm not what I was. And no. I wasn't much. <laughs> no. no, this is true. You're a shell of a man, yeah. actually. A shell of a man sat before me. I am. Well, it's it's been a bad time. It's been a year. There was, um, it's been a few weeks. Particularly bad result a week and a bit ago. Yeah. Um, Nick Gage lost the GCW title. 722 days. Yeah. And lost it to AJ Gray, uh, thanks to shenanigans mm. by Ricky Shane Page's crew. And then, to make it worse, Ricky Shane Page demanded a match out of AJ Gray and got it and won the title. Oh boy. I know. So Can I've been, you believe it? Been in a funk ever since that. Yeah. And something else happened as well. But we won't talk about that. No, we won't talk about that. Um, we are going to talk about some of the past year in the wrestling though yeah uh, most specifically british wrestling but maybe we'll touch on a few other things here yeah as and when the feeling takes us um but we went to our facebook group put some feelers out yeah um asked for some suggestions of topics to talk yeah. about surprised some people who probably didn't even know it was a podcast no there's there's definitely a lot of people on there that have never listened to the podcast. Yeah. Sad, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good podcast. It is a good 
podcast. It is. You're right. We're very good at podcasting. It's a quality product. I think actually our podcast is better than seventy five percent of the shows we talk about. Frankly, yeah, 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 and seventy five percent of all other podcasts. Yeah, I, well, I'd probably go higher than that. When really, to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got a podcast these days, don't yeah. they? Yeah, you're going to see a band. Maybe called podcasts that confused me. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I've got yeah. a friend who's in a band and they're called podcasts. That's weird. It's ungoogleable, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's the chick, chick, chick of our of our time. I think they um they've had to like change the name slightly on on like the streaming services because right. you're not allowed to just be called podcasts. Right, I imagine. Yeah, because people will will be confused. Right. I I used to like a Swedish band. Um, called The Studio. Yeah. And their album was called West Coast. Pretty ungoogleable. Yeah, that's really pretty bad. It's, like, it's a shame because they're very good, but I can only yeah. assume that they're not as big as they should be. Well, because there's a, there's a, a bad name. Uh, punk band called No. No, I mean. That's just impossible. Well, A. I mean, A were pre internet, but. Yeah, they were. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, really, think about it. Think about it, A. Yeah. Idiots. I knew someone who knew someone who was in A. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> um, is it Dougie from McFly? No, he wasn't in A. He's in their touring band now. Is he? Yeah, he plays with them. All oh, right, no, um, it's Daniel P. Carter. Oh, okay. All right. Who went on to do Radio One Rock show yeah, thing? Something like that. I don't know. Um, friend and friend. But uh, yeah, A, I, that's kind of the move when you want to get high up in the yellow pages, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, what are we going to call our driving school? What about A1 driving school? Yeah. What are we going to call our band? What about Aardvark? Yeah. No, no, let's just call it A. A. Let's call it A. Yeah. A. You can't get higher than A, except maybe a symbol. Symbols come first. Actually, yeah, sometimes if I need to... This is really boring. Sometimes if I need to um, categorise something in my folders on yeah. my computer, I've got an plus. underscore yeah, or, or something at yeah, the beginning. Yeah. So it's at the top. Yeah, exclamation. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Makes um, it look exciting as well. That does I mean, exciting. it's not. Or Spanish. Yeah. You could put one of those upside down exclamation points. That's just an I. Oh, that would be good. confusing. Yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about some more stuff? Okay, yeah. So 2019 has been a bit of a year. Um, we haven't done as many shows as we've done previously. No, no. Um, um, I think I've done a few more than you. You have, yeah. But... Still not massively amounts. Massively, massively amounts. Massively amounts. Yeah. Brilliant. It's a bit rusty. We're a bit rusty. Yeah. Um, haven't spoken English for a while. <laughs> um, yeah. It has been a barren year. Um, it has been a year with a few fewer shows. Yeah. Um, just had a lot of different stuff on. Yeah. Like you, you've got into. You've got. I mean, we're not going to talk about it, but you've got sort of neck deep in your in your politics and yeah. campaigning it's going really well um and i've been doing a bunch of other performing arts related yeah. stuff you're improvisational now aren't you? <laughs> i am yeah. yeah just making up as i go along yeah um and you know sometimes the wrestling isn't always the number one priority and maybe that comes hand in hand with a wider feeling about british wrestling yeah to some extent which maybe yeah. we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, 2019 is not the 50 year, that 50 show year for us, or the 75 show 
no year or 100 show year i mean i i mean i know you won't know your number but i did 40 okay in the end, it's not nothing it's not nothing and i thought i'd really really cut down but 40 is still quite a lot yeah. it's more than any normal human should do um, and there were another three that I had tickets for and didn't go to. Right, so yeah. Forty three. Yeah. So, you know, it's they it, just get they just sneak into your calendar, they don't do. they? They do. Well, shall we talk about maybe things that we've liked in twenty nineteen, like highlights of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can try and do that yeah. if you like. I've read. Some you've down. done some preparation. I yeah. haven't. I, didn't I always really... do the prep. Well, in fairness. I didn't realise that you were going to do this until a minute ago. Um, so, cool. We can, um, we Hashtag can have that... planning on the podcast. Yeah, we can have that conversation. Yeah. So, um, what have you liked this year? <laughs> <laughs> what have you liked, Alan? Right. What have you liked? Okay, so, I one of my highlights this year um, was uh, Super Strong Style 16 weekend. Mm-hmm. Not that itself, because no. I'm not mad. Um, or stupid. <laughs> well, I've already got my ticket for next year. Of course you have. Yeah. Of course you have. Yeah. Um, in the pen. But I got to see uh, Kaiju Big Battle. Mm-hmm. Loved Kaiju Big Battle for years. We spoke about it. We did a bit of a podcast about it. Yeah. Um, but that was a particular highlight this year. Actually getting to see this kind of thing. I found as I've gotten older, um, and I can't get much older, but you know I'm going to give it a go. Um, that it's become particular like little unique things that i'm searching for now i think a little while ago we um we talked about 2017 2018 have been kind of the year of freak show wrestling that we were going to hopefully go and see people like tom lawler and pco and yeah people like that on an old podcast somewhere jan buxton will know yeah. um and i think i've become that kind of thing it's special attractions yeah are the only thing that really get me further than 30 or 40 miles now 30 or 40 miles. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I didn't go to... No. I didn't go to that one. Um, but I get I get, I get, get your point. Yeah. Like, we've been sort of saying for ages that there's, there is this problem with um, indie wrestling when you get into, like, everybody is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are wrestlers out there that are um, sort of being... Pr- like, they're proud of that and that's kind of their gimmick yeah. to some extent at the minute which is fine and that's good f- for them not always good for the product no not always good f- for the individual promotions or the fans because you kind of start to lose an idea of what makes that particular thing special so yeah something like kaiju stands out something like super strong style 16 stands out for me as yeah. a weekend that there is nothing else like it in the UK. Um, well, I mean, what else is there? I mean, people are doing sort of like deathmatch stuff, which doesn't yeah. appeal to me particularly, but like, I know that, is it TNT are running a tournament in the new year, which I think is close to selling out. Jimmy Lloyd's coming um, over for that. Uh, which I'm sure would be fun. I mean, I'm big, I like Jimmy Lloyd a lot, but yeah. I'm not a deathmatch guy, so, um, but that you know that's a that's a thing. Yeah. Somebody who's has been sort of mooting the idea of doing an all women's deathmatch tournament. I, I think it might be one gimmick too far for my liking. Yeah, it's. I mean, the things what you want to do with with a deathmatch tournament is have the majority of people in it. 
be deathmatch people. Yeah. And that's what they do. Yeah. So you could probably do a men's one. Yeah. Um, but a women's one, there really aren't. You know, if you're having an eight-person tournament, you want six of them to be deathmatch people. Yeah. And two of them to be the kind of fish-out-of-water type thing. And I don't think there are six women in this country. No, well, there's um, there's a show happening for a new promotion next May. Yeah, I've got that down. Um, new, Riot. new Riot. N.U. Riot. Yeah. Like N.U. Metal. Yeah, cool. And yeah. yeah, trendy. Yeah. Um, and their main event is a four-way deathmatch for their new championship yeah with uh i think it's got clint majera in it it has fine makes sense doesn't yeah it? um and then it's got jade yeah not really a death match wrestler in fact actually i feel like we saw her in a match where she used some fake blood at one point right it looked very weird yeah um it might not have been fake blood it might have just been a very small trickle that just looked like it smeared a little bit um, who else is in that match? Is Chikara in it? I feel like, yeah. And then somebody else. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got that show kind of earmarked. But yeah. yeah. Um, so perhaps perhaps there are more women. Who, I mean, we know Charlie Evans really wanted to yeah, do and that she's match. Yeah, she's in the TNT tournament. Yeah, so, um, you know. I, I mean, I'm not against people doing that style. It's not really my thing. But I, I it, But it's like doing... It's like doing an all cage show. Yeah. It's like I get what you're doing. It doesn't make it a fun show. No. Like you're kind of losing what is one of the most sort of unique things about wrestling is that it can be a whole bunch of different yeah. things. And that that's why it works uh, at Big Japan in 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 Japan mm-hmm. as you'd expect by the name um, and GCW in America in that they'll have. You know, two, maybe three death matches at most on a card, and the rest is all really good wrestling around yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, that's even the CCW model. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's always been yeah. their model, apart from their big yeah. sort of and that's marquee thing. Yeah. You do one or two shows a year that are all death match, but you've got to back it up with yeah. with other stuff. Um, when, I, when I think about other stuff that were highlights of going to live 2019 as well, it is the unique things that the Chris Wolf. Um, right. Farewell show, uh, the um, total mayhem. Total mayhem. It's not total mayhem, is it? Project mayhem. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these are all the things that I didn't go to. Well, yeah, these are all that's shows why I, that I, I really, really enjoy. Um, seeing the uh, the Stardom lads at uh, Wrestle Kingdom again wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's it's it is the big attraction. Yes, um, and really, really stood out for me. But there's some regular stuff that I really liked as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm maybe going to embarrass you a little bit. But good this year, I think, has been really, good. really above average. Uh, excellent. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you know, obviously I'm a little bit in it. Like, yeah. So it's it's sometimes hard to get a real perspective. But I've been really sort of proud of what we've done with that this year. Um, we've had our ups and downs. Um but we did one more show than we've done any yeah. other year. Um, we've had more people in through the door all year. Um, we've had lots of, uh, you know, international names that we never thought that we would have people like that in when we started the promotion. It was never really our sort of intention. But, you know, people like um, Speedball Mike Bailey are just over here 
so often yeah. that um, it would be stupid not to use them. You just wanted to book Jen Brown, didn't you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to book Jen Brown Spartan again. Spartan Warrior. Against Johnny Storm on repeat. That yeah. was all I was looking for. I'd have been happy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, the things that we've done have been lots and lots of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm a bit subjective. But yeah, no, I mean, you've done, you did seven shows this year. Um, crowds, uh, at worst, uh, very good. Um, at best, bursting. That last show seemed fuller than I can ever remember that that room being. A lot of good wrestling, a lot of fun at the shows. I think that's become kind of good staple thing, mm-hmm. that it's just a lot of fun. And it is now... Um, I won't say I ever went to it out of duty, you know, but there were times when it's kind of like, oh, but now yeah. I really look forward to the show. I get it. You know, um, and it's not just you, um, not just good. Uh, I think Resurgence as well. I've really enjoyed going to their oh, shows. fuck them. This year. <laughs> um, and I know people have really enjoyed Breed yeah. and Riptide uh, and the Schadenfreude product, product, uh, product yeah. um, in, in Manchester. Um just little shows, and maybe this will tie into to what we're going to talk about that people have asked that we talk about mm-hmm. later. Um, that to me, it, wrestling is exactly what I want it to be at the moment. Um, yeah, you know, like I mean, we we are, you know, people have asked us whether we're running a bigger venue anytime soon. We're not intending on it. Um, like, our, like part of being in that small venue is what I feel like, like is what I want to go to. Mm. Um, and it's nice seeing other shows do things in slightly larger venues yeah. Um, and with different sorts of demographics in the crowd um, but it is good to see this sort of new wave alright okay I'm not doing an edit I'm not going to do an edit um, the batteries run out on the recorder just then first time yeah it seems like a weird um weirdly portentous omen doesn't it um after we've been using this recorder since the podcast started um we used other methods as well but we've been using this for years now and the batteries have finally run out on it (laughs) halfway through the podcast just as i'm about to move out of town right weird well is that it? Is that <laughs> the end, end of the podcast? No, let's talk about some more stuff. Um, so I was just saying that, you know, I, I think there is this new wave of of um, British wrestling with sort of, I mean, we were, I'm going to say we were the first out of these new crop of kids <laughs> who were before your, your riptides, before your breeds, before your wrestling resurgences, you were. before all of them. Yeah. What do we get for it? Nothing. Just just bloody stick all the time. That's all I get. Do you want them to call you daddy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and there seems like, you know, there's there seems to be a next sort of group of promotions that are kind of coming yeah. through. Um, there seem to be a few new names in the new year. Pro Wrestling East. Yeah, um, not anything to do with me or Adam. No, just named after you. Yeah, just named after us. Yeah. Um, New Riot that we were talking about. Yeah. There is a company um, down in the south. The yeah. south, you say? Um, I want to say they might be from 
around Kent. All right. I'm just having a look on my phone because I had a back and forth with them a little while ago. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, this, this is, I mean, it's not entirely analogous, but if you think about... Disobey back, Wrestling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a great name, but it's not my company. I haven't got to live with it. Um, they got a fun dog on their logo. Well, I'm in them. Right, there it is. It's got a mask on. It's a golden retriever, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, so they're starting up in April in Reading. Reading? Yeah. Oh, Reading. That's where Daniel P. Carter from A is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not totally the same thing. But if you think back to when Progress first started, mm-hmm. um, it was this this little company, these three little mates, only two little mates, two two little mates two little mates just sat on a shelf yeah um at that point uh just starting in a a a venue that's that's not used to having wrestling yeah um and i think that's kind of what we're seeing again um and history doesn't absolutely repeat itself no but um, and we'll we'll perhaps get onto this later i don't think you can say brit rest is dead when it's constantly rebirthing itself yeah it's just different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I think like it's a weird, it's a weird period because like so progress came along and mm. whether people like it or not, and somebody tried to give me some stick over this on um, Twitter a while ago, right? Where I'd kind of acknowledged, you know, I was just acknowledging the role that progress had. Yeah in influencing us influencing a lot of different promotions and that really they changed the game in yeah. British wrestling and somebody tried to say oh people just trying to what um whitewash out the the impact rev pro had and i'm like the rev pro didn't have that impact it's no. not the same that and they they still are and they're essentially spot shows with like big yeah. names in to pull in the tickets yeah. they're not doing serialised professional wrestling. No, they didn't make wrestling cool. They certainly didn't make wrestling cool. But there were other promotions around before Progress, Mm -hmm. Your Attacks and and Fight Club Pro, who... ICW. And ICW. I mean, ICW were doing all right for themselves. They kind of exist outside of that to some extent. Um, And they probably became successful in the same way that Progress did. Yeah. but Attack and Fight Club Pro kind of came up in the wake of Progress's success, despite being around before yeah. it. But other companies, you know, we haven't had, we've had loads of people try um, to do another big thing and ultimately kind of fail. And that's why I think people have sort of cried, is Brit Rest dead? Yeah. Um, your what culture that then became... What did it become? Defiant. Defiant. Yeah. Um, the five-star debacle. Um, yeah. I think at its heart, and yeah, I mean, let's, let's get onto this now. Um, it, there's a lack of understanding of British culture when it comes to wrestling, I think. If you look back, even at, in wrestling's heyday, um, there were no big shows um the the kind of the biggest crowd in the in the modern era which i'm kind of talking sort of you know after the war 
um, is, is about 10,000, which, right. which is nothing, really, in the, the grand scheme of things. Um, what British wrestling was, was more about was lots of little shows. Yeah. And that's the culture of British wrestling. And to, to a, a large extent, and until very recently, it was the culture of British entertainment full stop. Um, so you would have bands touring 2,800-seat venues rather than doing a 20,000-seat venue. Yeah. Um, and British wrestling is still kind of in that thing because it is, it is very much still that kind of entertainment. So there is a natural ceiling that I think Progress made it to when they did Wembley Arena. Yeah. And it's, what did they have, 4,000? Let's say 4,000. Uh, and ICW, again, did the, the, the big building in, in Glasgow at about four, five, yeah. six thousand maybe at one of those. Um, you're never going to get bigger than that. And that's always going to be the biggest you'll ever get. Not, not, with, with, not without like completely crossing over to the mainstream. No. Which is, you know, is no mean feat. No. And it also has its, its drawbacks. Yeah. Um, what people have conflated with this is the influence of WWE on the British market. Yeah. And that there has been some influence. Yeah. Um, although I would argue that the, the influence is um, more of a destructive influence than anything in that um, it took away four or five ace talents um, and they weren't replaced because they were still dangled. Yeah. So you peaked on your Trent Seven... Um, they were they were taken away, but still allowed to come back every now and again. Um, so nobody really replaced them. Yeah. Um, and I think RevPro had a similar thing when they lost uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Will Ospreay um, and Marty Skrull. Um, Skrull was a bit earlier than the others in that they've gone, but they, they come back now and again. Yeah. But they're not around enough to be full-time top guys, but these companies have failed to make new top guys yeah well they've been failing and, and yeah. maybe now it feels like we might be turning a corner with yeah. some of that yeah um <clears throat> yeah I, I it's weird well, we'll t let's talk more generally about yeah. this because we, we would try and have some sort of structure but it seems to have it's gone gone out the window a little bit because frankly as much as people were joking about it on the facebook group they wanted us to talk about whether british wrestling was dead. yeah um <clears throat> Like you say, WWE has been a destructive influence, and yeah, I think I think yes, it has been to to a you know to, to quite a specific degree when it comes to taking those talents and talents further down the card away, mm -hmm. um, and making making quite a sort of precarious environment for um, smaller promotions who have relied on some of those some of those. Um, men and women um like for instance you know somebody like nina samuels yeah who i don't know how much focus she's getting on wwe uk but she nxt uk but you know she's been a major part in some promotions but you can't be guaranteed that she's going to be there every no. time um and i mean like who else who else is in that sort of position like um you know you flash morgan webster's or yeah. Or wild boar it's like you don't see them so much now because a lot of the smaller promotions have made those decisions that they can't use them on a regular basis 
I think where there's a question to be asked about whether it is NXT and WWE's problem or whether it is the fault of some promoters that have kind of got ahead of themselves mm. is when you look at at the likes of like your five I mean five star wasn't even this year no um, and it, but, was, it was batshit insane but anyway. Defiant and what was the one that ran that one show at York Hall do you remember that that was this year no and they had like I feel like they had like Cody on it and oh fight forever something like that yeah, yeah. Um, and you know some of that is like people thinking and I mean even like world of sport yeah like these things don't work because it's it feels like it's people who a are running before they can walk mm-hmm. and b don't really understand what it was that made British wrestling popular in the no. first place like at least at least WWE have gone and hired the people responsible for making British wrestling yeah. cool and at least they've gone and snapped up all of the decent talent. But if you're, I'm sorry, if you've got a promotion and you're going out with Justin Sizem as your draw, and then you're bringing in what's his name, Oliver Gray, the what's his name? He was Oliver Gray in NXT, and I keep oh, saying right. his name is Oliver Joel Gray. Redman. Joel Redman. It's yeah. like you've, you're just going. These are the people who look like wrestlers. Yeah, I, I would flip that around though and say that. WWE UK, NXT UK, whatever you want to call it, they've they've made a shithole as well in that they have not given a show that anybody wants to watch. So although that they did a takeover yeah. in Cardiff that August weekend and it was it was sold out apparently, they did TV tapings in Hull a few weeks ago. Three hundred people there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think so. I think that's a double edged sword in that. I think WWE aren't promoting it, but I no. don't get the I don't get the impression that like for instance, I mean I'm not I mean I'm not really watching wrestling TV, but mm. I go on I go on internet sometimes. Yeah. Um I am a lurker on um the wrestling Reddit okay. um sub Reddits. Yeah. Um and nobody's talking about NXT UK, no. which to me feels like that's because WWE isn't putting it in a position where it's something that they want to watch. Like these are people that will watch everything and talk about everything. Yeah, and they're not being made to. It's not being made to feel like it's essential programming. Yeah, um, and and they they included some of them in the Survivor Series stuff, right? Your Walter was in there for a Your tiny amount. For a tiny amount. Pete Dunn's showing up a bit more. Yeah. Um, but it isn't, and it isn't made to feel like a, a hot product. No. Not in the not in the way even the NXT is like. At least NXT, whether it's your thing or not, like the their thing is, they're going to be presenting great matches, every week and every yeah. month or so when they do the big shows. What is NXT UK's thing? Yeah. Like, are they doing great storylines? Are they doing great matches? I don't know. Got Dave Mastiff, mate. They've got Bomber Mastiff. Like, it feels like it feels like they're trying to present 
world of sport a little bit yeah like it feels like they've gone well what would play well on itv i wonder whether we can get a tv show out of this yeah but i mean historically this has always been the issue of vince mcmahon picking up something that's hot and then failing to understand what made it hot and it going to shit um so i mean i look at nxt uk as kind of vince mcmahon's version of progress um and even though he got the guys that run Progress to run NXT UK, it, it's not doing what Progress did. So it's it's just pointless. Yeah. yeah. It's weird though. It's weird. Like I've, it feels like it should work. It feels like mm. the roster that they've got should be the best shows in, U- in the UK. Yeah. But nobody's talking about it. It's because like they've got weird combinations of people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I, I think what I was, my point was, yeah. is that whilst they have had a big impact, and some of it has been negative, I think it has forced promotions like ourselves, mm. are good, and like your rip tides, your resurgence, your breed, to think right. Okay, we can't do what progress are doing yeah because we haven't got access to chris hero to come in we can't do what fight club pro are doing because we can't fall back on mustache mountain every yeah. time we're you know in a hole um so what are we gonna do and i think for the most part people have like mobilized and reacted in a way that is you know better for their business yeah than than you might have expected a couple of years ago. Yeah, and positive for the scene. Yeah. <sighs> like, you know, Riptide went with Chuck Mambo for their first champion. Yep. Somebody who didn't look like he was on the WWE radar at nope. all. Um, you know, they've got a lot of focus on people like Carl Noir and, and Spike Trevay. Um, a lot of people that, you know, exist outside of that for, for the time being. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always that thing lurking that, you know, anybody could get snapped up at any time. I mean, we've got a show in January and there's somebody that we were, you know, that we were in talks to book and they're like, well, I can't, I'm at the uh, tryouts that weekend. Mm. And it's like, right, okay, well, cool. Well, good for you. Yeah. But um, not so good for us. Yeah. Fitz will get bored soon. Um, it'll, it'll move on. And if he gets bored, then that's probably for the best. And it might actually get watchable. Yeah, I mean, well, not that I think he's got his fingers on it at all. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think he even knows what goes on in normal NXT. He might do now because they're on the TV. Wednesday Night Wars, yeah. which brings me back to my highlights. Okay, twenty nineteen. Go on then. See, it's all circular. AEW, mate. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, and this really came to a head WrestleMania weekend. I realised I hated big wrestling. Yeah. Hated it. I had no interest of watching wrestling that took place in front of more than a thousand people mm-hmm. um, and that even included New Japan I got bored of New Japan for a while mainly because of Jay White oh god terrible boring. yeah not a main eventer um, and then AEW came along um, they kind of done a bit bit before that or was it All Out or All In was the first one All In All In was that yeah. the first one that really wasn't AEW but you know what I mean it yeah, kind of was, of was. and then they've done All Out and Double or Nothing and and other things and they've got this weekly TV show and I'm loving it nothing about it um, is 
must see. Mm-hmm. Occasionally you'll get a match that is absolutely amazing. So Nick Jackson had a match with Phoenix a few weeks ago. Uh, Trent had a really good match with Pentagon Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the the names you would expect. Um, but everything about it is really watchable. Yeah. And it's made me excited for kind of big time wrestling again. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I, as I say, not watching lots of stuff at the minute, but the bits and pieces that I've seen have been fun. I never mm. did make it all the way through that pay-per-view. All right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but bits and pieces that I've seen have been fun, and it seems like it's having some positive impact in terms of TV wrestling as a whole, because it feels like NXT have picked up their game well, um, I mean, they've thrown the, the kitchen sink at it, Absolutely, they? yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe everybody else will follow, although the ratings don't seem to be too troubling, I don't think. No. Um, I think NXT won in the key uh, demographic this week for the first ever time. Well, they're splitting the vote, aren't they? So They really are. Um, you know, I, I don't think AEW are ever going to get a share that is any any way threatening to WWE because WWE are already taking a portion of their audience away so there you go but um, yeah it seems like a fun show yeah Um, it really is and I've I've enjoyed the way that that they've made Chris Jericho um, really watchable again I mean he's always watchable um, but he's a lot of fun now they've elevated new stars so Jungle Boy had a match with um with Chris Jericho on this week's show. Yeah. Really, really good. Lots of fun. Made him look a million dollars. They even did a, an angle uh, last week where they've got this guy called QT Marshall um, who is just a, he's a mate of Cody's. Right. And so he's just kind of lowest rung um, wrestler in, in AEW. And he teamed with Cody against the Butcher and the Blade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they made him look a million dollars. He did the shonkiest space flying tiger dog I've ever seen, okay. but he did it, right. and the crowd went mad for it. Okay, and it's just that little thing. They made a star out of Darby Allen. Um, they've made stars out of, I say, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, uh, Marco Stunt, SCU are really over, including Scorpio Sky, who's been the the one in in that team who's never really yeah um, been at that height. Um, I'm just really enjoying watching it. Good, yeah. good for you. Yeah, I'm glad you found something to enjoy. I know you've got to in these dark days. Haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you got anything else you like? Well, I mean, I've I've been enjoying GCW. Yeah, that's that. my main yeah. thing. You know, other than the fact Nick Gage lost the title. Yeah. Um, but loving watching that, just watching the skeeviest motherfuckers you could ever find in a, a mad scramble in a bar just in a Pennsylvania. Bunch of dirt bags. Yeah, I mean, people who really look like they smell. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just absolutely loving it. Okay, good. You know, people, people falling out of the ring, and uh, the the commentator describing the way their head has hit the ground and the, the blood that's coming out of it. It looks like he's been shot. <laughs> um, you know that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm really loving that. But one of my other highlights of the year, and, and this one you were at, mm. um, pub car park. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was something. It didn't. It was. A, wasn't even a promotion attached to it. No. Just some people were putting on a show in a pub car park yeah. um, <clears throat> with a three-way death match in the main event um, <laughs> that involved somebody getting their head smashed through a car window. Yeah, um, It was something else. 
Yeah. We, so why did we go to that show, Alan? What was advertised that made us go? Um, we went for... I can't remember his name. Tombi. No, that no. wasn't why we went. The bottom our <laughs> team. Yeah. yeah. We went because they advertised a match featuring the cast of Bottom. Yeah. Um, um, which was bizarre. Yeah. Frankly, not good, but bizarre. No. Um, but this again, it's like it's like we were saying about kaiju and shows where it's like you're going to see something you can't see anywhere else. I think that's why we went because we're not going to go and see somebody dressed as Rick May or A. Edmondson <laughs> in a car pub car park anywhere else. He's good at doing that laugh, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Or is that Jimmy Savile? That's Jimmy Savile. Right. Yeah. Both dead. (laughs) Yeah. I I hope that's the the one thing that they've got in common. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, I hope they do it again. In fact, you'll have to come up from London. Especially for it. Yeah, I will. I'll, um, yeah. Come to a pub car park in a cold. It was bloody cold as well. It was cold, yeah. Um, and uh, we, we did a whole podcast about it. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, you know, truly, go back and listen to that one because I think it's the most important podcast that we ever did. Right, um, let's let's move on to okay. um, bits that people ask us. All right. Yeah. Uh, we asked for stuff that was the kind of the biggest stories of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't think we got... There was some bizarre stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, we didn't quite get the biggest stories of the year, but we yeah. got some suggestions. Yeah. We talked about Brit Rest being dead. It's not dead. Um, it's quite healthy. Um it's just yeah. different. It's just different. I think there's lots of healthy pockets. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you, you're not getting... Like, I think one of the things that people kind of need to sort of reconcile with it with British wrestling is that I don't think it's ever been a work-rate work territory. No. Um, even when progress was at its height, it wasn't because they were having five star matches all the time. It's because Jimmy Havoc was wandering around raving, waving an axe. Yeah. Um, and I think that whilst loads of people are having great matches, like it's not your PWG big shows or it's no. not your NXT things. Like. It is a bunch of people trying to put on a show, a bunch of shows yeah. with a bunch of characters, and I think right now what we're actually seeing is the emergence of a lot of people with a lot of character, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's the way forward in 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 the country right now. Yeah, not dead, not dead, not dead. Anyone thinks it's dead, give me a shout. I'll tell you a show to go to, yeah. and you might hate it, but at least you've given it a go. To prove that Brit Rest isn't dead. Anybody thinks it's dead, get in touch with me and I'll point you in a direction of something that is dead. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you do that? Just to prove what the difference is between dead and not dead. Okay. So um, someone else asked about um, kind of success stories of of 2019. And I kind of linked that in with um, Meg asked about biggest risers. So people who... It weren't necessarily kind of you know the 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 rising the absolute stars on the scene, but people mm-hmm. who upped their their cachet yeah. over the year. Um, so success stories of the year. I mean, if I'm thinking just about wrestlers, yeah, um, is one out of left 
left field for you. Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. Well, he seems to have landed on his feet, yeah. for sure. He's got a regular gig on AEW. He was yeah. first, in the first ever match on in an AEW ring. Um, main evented their, their second show, um, AEW Dark, the other week against Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, has landed himself a uh, lovely girlfriend, Penelope Ford. Um, just seems to be living his best life at the moment. And I think from somebody... Because, I mean, Jimmy Havoc's over there as well. Jimmy Havoc's kind of doing similar things. Um, but Jimmy Havoc was always kind of a player in the UK scene anyway. Um, whereas Kip Sabian really wasn't. No. And I'm really... I, I don't know him. He might be an absolute dick. Um, I'm quite happy for, like, what's happened to him. Yeah, it, it is... Like, that is a success story. Yeah. Like, he has, like, as I say, absolutely landed on his feet. Um, he got a break over there. He obviously impressed somebody. I'd like to... Sometimes with these stories, I like to know like what it was that yeah. kind of got them there. Because like, people always talk about Osprey and his match with Okada and yeah. Portsmouth um, that got him, essentially, his opportunity in New Japan. What was it, do you think, that got I, Kip Sabian? I think maybe Cody... Cody came over and did some IPW shows, didn't he? Did he? When Kip Sabian was being used by IPW. Right. So I reckon he probably saw yeah. him on those shows. Yeah. And thought, eh, you know. He's a good looking lad. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. And Jimmy Havoc as well was, was on those shows as well. I mean, Havoc obviously. Yeah, he's, he's going to be on people's radar, but in and of itself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, which is interesting to me. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to know exactly what his route to to US stardom I mean you know let's see him get a push first. yes um, they've got they've signed a lot of people yeah um, and you know there are some people that we're really not seeing on a regular basis just yet um, but yeah good yeah definitely yeah. good for him I thought two others um, sort of close time uh, OJMO well yeah I, like great that, year if I was going if there are two names that that you've got to sort of look at and go that they've been from January to December, the position that they're in. Um, it's it's OJMO and Carnoir. Mm -hmm. I would also throw G Money in there as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, those guys, those two guys are main event in mm -hmm. like big shows. OJMO uh, getting a win over Pack. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely in the last few months, all, all three of those guys, just stock has gone through yeah. the roof. Um, who knows? Who knows where they'll be? I, I feel like... I feel like they're a weird trio, though. Yeah. Because what is, where is the ceiling for each of them? Like, it, it feels like... I've always said with the car noir thing, like, how does that translate? And he seems to have, you know, yeah. it seems to have got past that. But like, like obviously he is also having, you know, really high quality matches mm. with top sort of talent. And you know, OJMO is still very young. Yeah. Um, and and Gene Money is obviously you know primarily a comedy wrestler. Mm. So where is the ceiling? Like, have they hit it? Are they hit very close to hitting it? Yeah. Or are there, you know, leagues and leagues for them to go 
ahead. That's just me. That's just a question. I'm not. Yeah. I haven't got. Well, I mean, any... if if we look at um, kind of people ahead of them in the game, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I don't see a huge amount of difference. I mean, obviously there is a little bit between a Gene Money and a Trent Seven. In that Gene can can play it straight as well. Yeah. Uh, and he can he can wrestle. Uh, and go for a straight match, but tends to fall back on the comedy. And Trent can do that at times as well. Um, your Caranoir is is kind of like a Pete Dunne, but with a, a bit more of a gimmick. But that gimmick doesn't always have to be the full weird swan gimmick. No, he can he can drop that back um, to kind of a lesser yeah um, bit, so, and still be Caranoir. He doesn't have to go back to being Tom Dawkins. He's made his name as as Caranoir. Um, and you know he can tone down the weirdness, still keep the work rate. So I think the scene is there. And OJMO, I don't think there is a ceiling for him. Um, he's a he's a Will Osprey. Um, he needs to pack a bit of muscle on maybe um, on his frame. He's still very slight, but I think he can be a Will Osprey. Yeah, I, 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 I absolutely hope so. So I, I, I don't know if there is a ceiling. I mean, perhaps Gene has got a lower ceiling than the other two um, because of the way people look at comedy wrestling. And you can never truly escape um, your comedy roots. But I, I, I see lots of them have got certainly much more room to expand. We're not talking the Crawford here. You know, we're, we're, we're talking the uh, the contemporary in Nottingham. Yeah, that's quite big. That's quite, quite big, high ceiling. Big high ceiling, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Meg asked about kind of biggest risers as well. So people who haven't necessarily, they're not necessarily the top guys now. Um not the biggest success stories, but I've really put on kind of a lot of, of their cachet. And I've got a few names here. So Meg mentioned Derice. Yeah. Derice is just, I was, I was at Resurgence last week uh, and he wrapped himself to the ring yeah. again. I love it when he does that. It's just that little bit extra. Um, and his rap is, is actually kind of, it's decent and it works in with the entrance but song. Not like Roy Johnson. I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. Um, I'd also put Kurt Chapman in there doing his Mad Kurt yeah. thing. I think that's really good. Scotty Davis is not particularly my cup of tea, um, but I think Scotty Davis has, has risen quite a lot this Absolutely, year. Absolutely, yeah. um, from that contract that he had with Fight Club Pro. Yeah, still waiting for it to kick in. Yeah. Um, oh, did you notice? Weirdly, just as a, an aside, Fight Club Pro are having a, an offer match uh, attack um, tonight or are tomorrow um, with two of their rising stars. Omari mm. and someone I've never heard of. Someone else is coming out of the Fight Club Pro Dojo. Okay. Wow. This is unheralded, mate. Oh, First Jesus. one since Minnie McKenzie? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yikes. It's been years. Yeah. Okay. Someone else is ready. Hopefully, it's Johnny T. I don't think it is Johnny T. <laughs> um, um, also thought uh, Big Joe up in the north. We haven't got to see him yet, but people really sort of raving yeah. about his stuff. And um, someone from up the north that we have seen a little bit of. Um, again, not necessarily my cup of tea, but he's, he's made a big splash and his, his cachet has grown. Joe Nelson this yeah. year. Um, yeah. Warren Banks I'd throw in as well. Yeah. I think those, those are loads of good names there. Um, curiously, no women, Alan. What's your problem? Well, I mean, perhaps this is indicative a bit here in the, the, the women um, who... The, the main place to see women is, is generally Eve. Yeah. And I don't think they've particularly made any new stars this year. No. Um, and so, because the, the the opportunities are lesser for for women to be seen, 
you've got the likes of Aaliyah James, uh, Mercedes Blaze, but they haven't had enough of a chance to make that impact. If no. you know what I mean, um, they've got it's almost like they've they've got to work twice as hard to to raise their stock because they're only getting half the opportunities. Yeah. Um, but I am excited to see what they can do, and I, I just wish there were more regular places where they could get kind of yeah it's, room to grow. It, it is like it is tough because you know even like promotions like like ourselves and resurgence that that do a lot of um, you know intergender stuff yeah. um, and try and use a fair amount of, of women on our shows like there's still. It still feels like the pool needs to get bigger and deeper. Yeah. And the experience level for some of these um, women isn't at the level that some of the men are at. No. Um, but th- because they're not, as you say, they're not wrestling that yeah. often. It's like, quite refreshing. Uh, I did a, a little rundown on the group about resurgence last week, and I mentioned the fact they had five women on the show, um, no women's match as yeah. such. Uh, and John, one of the guys involved in it, um, he said they actually felt bad that they only had five women on the show um, and that the, they're trying to be as representative as, as possible. Um, so hopefully with, with kind of those kind of efforts, maybe we'll see people get these more more opportunities. Um, it'd be nice to have a couple more all-women promotions running regularly. Um, yeah. People can do that. I, I think Forget your all-women's deathmatch, just run an all-women's promotion. Yeah, I think... Um I wonder what it is that is stopping there being more all women's promotions around the country. I, I I would posit that a lot of the promotions that have tried to run all women shows, mm. your South Sides, yeah, your Tidal, uh, Tidal. Um, I wasn't going to point the finger at Tidal in this way, but like Hope, yeah, some. Um, or was it Hope or was it like Leicester? There was a one in Leicester. Leicester Roses. I think it was a Hope offshoot. Um, but like they, they're not presenting it in a way that is like, in, you know, um, that is representative of the rest of British wrestling. No. They go in, now here's the ladies show. Yeah. And it's always called something like Foxes. Foxes. Fighting or, females. Yeah, or like, oh, look at the wrestling stunners or <laughs> something yeah. stupid like that. And like, there's always a little bit of a weird sheen to the way that they present women's wrestling Yeah, that doesn't sort of tally with, I think, you know, some of the um, off-kilter way that men's wrestling is presented. Mm. Um, like, I I can't remember the last time I saw... Um, like a women's comedy thing sort of go viral in British wrestling. No. Like you see lots of men's things where like people are sharing it because something stupid's happened. It doesn't happen with women's wrestling. Yeah. Because there's still like this battle to be taken seriously as wrestlers. Mm. Um, and then you only get a couple of like the people who are trying to be big characters. And that's something that we sort of levelled at Eve like yeah. years ago yeah. was that, that where are the characters um, but yeah maybe there are just promote promotions that just don't know how to present it yeah um, and they're, they're too campy and as in 
the camps. Yeah, and maybe that there are people who would be interested in doing it, but are a bit put off by they they might get looked at as being a bit kind of dodgy, a bit sleazy, um, and uh, you know, a uh, put off by even sort of being associated with the the whole thing about women's wrestling still being seen as the yeah the attraction match yeah something for the dads well and that and honestly like part of me i mean not not quite as as seedy as that but that's kind of one of the things that puts me off about this idea of the all women's death match tournament is that it feels like a gimmick mm. like i'm like do we have to like do you have to go what is the thing that is completely the biggest gimmick that we can possibly come up with yeah and it's like you aren't trying to present a good women's wrestling show you're trying to present something that yeah. is like gonna get people go what the hell is that yeah and yeah it's a freak show i mean eve eve exists as an all women's promotion yeah because there is a lack of balance in in the wrestling business yeah and you need to have an all women's promotion to to give women those those chances they're not getting it because there are so many all men's promotions yeah um there are no lack of opportunities for female deathmatch wrestlers. And so, yeah, that's why I think, yeah. Yeah, because you're kind of going in the other direction. You're going, I've got to create people to fill these spots rather than I've got to create spots for people. For people, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like lots of... I, I you know, I'm biased, but sorry, going back to the original point about people like rising yeah. names. Um, uh, I think Charlie Evans is probably the one who's kind of sort of stepped out of the shadows a little bit yeah. this year. Um, you know, she's been a big part of, of our show. She's been a big part of Resurgence shows. I might even um, put her in success stories, you know. Yeah. I think she's had a hell of a year here in Japan. Yeah. Um, added a, a little extra string to a bow yeah. become a bona fide well, main then, eventer let's throw another one if we look into Japan let's throw Jamie Hayter in there as well yeah. because she's somebody who's spent much of her time in Japan this year started get, um, you know turning a few heads and has made debuts for AEW yeah um, you know somebody that we you know from when we first saw her at Eve a couple of years ago I think there was the the, the inkling that there was something there. yeah she was gonna be snapped yeah. up by somebody at some point sooner or later and i'm glad that she's out in japan mm. working really hard and getting that experience because it'll it'll stand there well i do miss that glittery shit all over her face though yeah it was just that one time wasn't it but yeah. it really left a <laughs> left an impression perhaps she just slept on it yeah she might have done yeah um yeah i'm trying to think think who else crowley I think at the I think, lower end, I think, I think maybe twenty twenty might if, be yeah, easier. If you were yeah. gonna start picking out people for next year, I think people like Crowley, people like Warren Banks. Yeah, um, we'll see what they're gonna, they can do next year. Um, I don't even know whether that's on the list of topics to discuss. No, but, not really. Um, um, well, if it's, like, let us know who should we be looking out for in twenty yeah. twenty, because we're seeing best than we've ever seen over the last few years so we don't get to see these people before they hit and we like to get in on the ground floor sometimes yeah yeah well let's we're, all right let's, so we're, we're let's, running short let's on time now, yeah so. so um next on the list uh jim smallman yep uh you're going to unboxing 
next week. Picked up a last minute ticket. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be Jim Smallman's farewell. I don't know what people. I mean, they just put Jim Smallman. Um, so I presume it's about the fact that Jim Smallman's leaving progress yeah. uh, to go full time with WWE. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I like Jim. I, I was always like, I, <laughs> I've always had this weird sort of um, attitude towards Jim Smallman's um, presentation skills. Mm. Like, I think he is a good face of that company, Progress. Yeah. But I also think he's not funny, right? Um, <laughs> and I, like I think for some people his shtick got a bit tired yeah. um, this year. Um, but he's like he, he is. He's been the face of that. He's been the face yeah. of it since it started. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that he's getting to go and work full time for the biggest wrestling company in the world. Um, I'm glad he's getting to walk away from progress before it eats itself <laughs> um so good luck to him i can't you know yeah like i don't think he's funny no i don't think he's ever been funny um maybe we'll get less football uh, progress maybe less it'll be less about football it'll be more about edgar Allan poe <laughs> poetry um, um, from matt taylor richards when he yeah. takes over so yeah good luck jim swan well also you know obviously Somebody lost the women's championship at the pre previous progress show. All right, you're not allowed to say who um, it was. Well, I was going to say Miko Satamura right. lost it. Um, Miko Satamura lost that, um, and I think it's because uh, Matt Taylor Richards could not pronounce her name. Right. So they had to get her out. Get the belt off her. Get the belt off her. He's going to humiliate himself. Yeah. He's going to upset Mako. Let's get her out the door. Yeah. get her gone so that he can butcher somebody else's name yeah because I mean I, I don't know if you've heard when, when she goes backstage at Fight Club Press she's furious yeah absolutely furious she's like where's where's my heroine yeah Where? <laughs> where's my young girls yeah. with my heroine yeah go and get me a spoon from Jack's Cafe oh the only thing that could really turn this night around is a bunch of heroin because <laughs> that Matt Taylor Richards has really got my goat tonight um yeah, good. All right, bon voyage, Jim Smallman. Small <laughs> Although that T-shirt, have you seen the T-shirt? No. Oh man, it's it it says something like two thousand matches, thirty oh, venues. Okay, I saw something. Yeah, uh, three mates. It's just like oh my god. Well, at least we'll get less of that as well. Yeah, like Matt. Taylor Richards isn't going to do announcing and talk about like our little company. our little company when we started this. They said you couldn't do it; it couldn't be done. Running wrestling in London, who'd have thought it? Doing an entertainment product in the biggest city in the country, where people go on nights out all the time, couldn't be done. Running wrestling in central London. See, I still don't class Camden as central London. I don't know about you. I mean, Eve are going to be doing Wrestle Queendom 3 inside the Euston Road. Yeah. So that is central London. Wow. Very nice. I mean, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> and who <laughs> knows? Maybe it won't be done. Yeah. And next on the list was uh, Ubdub Infinity Shenanigans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know what this was. I saw, I've seen, I've seen, since seen some little clips. Yeah. They've got a 24-7 yeah. title. It was their title that, um, that Eden had for ages. Okay. And she was beating all comers. And then she lost it, and then since then it's gone a bit stupid. Um, 
and they had it defended in a, a bouncy castle yeah gauntlet match thing that, yeah uh, and uh the guy who was the champion at the time who uh jethro roos the pub oh. landlord okay yeah. uh, he went over to um chikara's king of trios yeah. as as a fan yeah um took the belt with him yeah. uh and lost it and won it while he was over there so scott steiner won it mike okay. quackenbush yeah won it i mean it's fun isn't it it's, it's like the old ddt thing yeah um yeah, good DDT for, doing good, that with our belt. Good for them. Um, I like that dub. <laughs> yeah. So well done. Yeah. Well that, done, that's dub, silly. Dub, that's like a fun holiday for that title belt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Josh Bowden beating a ref. Well, he's a prick, isn't he? Yeah. He beat a um, I don't. We spoke. We've already talked about yeah. this. We did a podcast where we discussed this. Ages Do you reckon ago. he'll be back? No. I reckon he will be. Do you think so? Yeah. I yeah, but I just think like there's no. There's no like crying out for Josh Bowden to come back. I think like I think I think also he wasn't. Where else was he working? Yeah, like he. No, I reckon he'll come back in Rev Pro. No, but my, no. My point is yeah. like he obviously wasn't that interested in it in the first place. No, I think he was doing Rev Pro shows and got you know a lot of a lot quite quickly working for them. Now that's gone. I don't think he's interested. Yeah. I think he's somebody who's probably just going to walk away. I think it's he's he's had his time, and I don't think he's interested. Um, and frankly, you know, he's not got a good reputation. <laughs> um, he didn't have a good reputation before this happened. That kind of had bubbled under, um, and you know, people were starting to sort of recognise him as the good villain that he was. Yeah, and then this came up and it's just brought back all of the bad words that people had said about him for years so I'm not going to go so far as to say good riddance but also like you know he's a young fella who's an idiot like people can turn that around but I don't think I don't think he's getting back oh I reckon next summer Rev Pro he'll be back okay we'll see We'll see. Um, well, I mean, they've got a Phil Gordon Craig theatre now, haven't they? So, how are they going to do that without Josh Bowden? Well, a friend of the Lord podcast, Pants. Dave Green, is doing a two-night run at the Gordon Craig. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's playing Boise, yeah. the only one who looks anything like one of the characters. Fine, you know the others have anything like it, do they? <laughs> I mean, he only looks like it because he's got a fake moustache on. Well, yeah. Um, Marlene. Uh, that's right. That's yeah. the character. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so someone asked which, um, which uh, I think Susie, in fact, which character from Britrest would you have as a pet? <laughs> uh, which character from Britrest would I have as a pet? I'd pr- it'd probably be Gene Money. Really? I mean, I, I thought uh, Los Federales Santos. Oh yeah, he'd be a good Sid one Santos as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Gene Money would. It's like, it's like those pit um, gifts of a dog running into a screen door and right. I feel like that's Gene, Gene Money that's yeah. the entertainment that he would give you yeah um, I, I mean OJMO he's a bit like a bouncy Labrador isn't he yeah all over the place yeah um, depends what you want really Jade a bit like a snake yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, it's a weird question mouthy snake do you know what this is the kind of question a pervert would, would ask yeah Susie you pervert <laughs> I hope it was Susie who asked it I can't remember uh, retirements people ask about people retiring people retired who retired Charlie Morgan oh yeah Jack Charlie Smith. Morgan Jack all the gay wrestlers yeah. Yeah. Finally, the... we got rid of them. Yeah. 
Sorry. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame to see people get injured to the point where they can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. Um, I think with Sex Smith, I think it's a decision that he made mm. as much as being, of being forced out of it. Yeah. I think like he probably... Because there was a few years ago he moved to Wolverhampton to try and really like give it a go and like he ended up not sticking out. Yeah, he's, he's had a few issues. So he's had some issues, yeah. and I think it's it's as much a case of going right. And and I know that he had issues with he was supposed to be going to the US for the progress mm. shows, and that got turned around. He couldn't do that. I think he probably came up against enough problems that he felt like. Not worth it, it's it? not worth it anymore. No, wrestling um, shit. Isn't it? I'm not not to say that the injuries aren't keeping him out, no. but I think you know he's had to make a decision for his own life, really. Yeah. Um, so good for him. Um, Charlie Morgan is she retired? She. It seems like she might be back at Eve imminently. Again, I wouldn't be surprised by the summer if um, she's back. Yeah, I think like she's constantly being referenced. Um, there's no like letting her go as a part of their shows yeah do you see who's um, wrestling in Japan in January who Doug Williams fair enough remember he retired fair enough it's like yeah. it's wrestling isn't it yeah it's wrestling I mean like how many how many Johnny Saint retirements have there been like over the past few years Johnny Kidd Johnny Kidd yeah, yeah. that's true not Johnny Saint yeah um, he'll never retire no um and in fact, Johnny Kidd was promised at a show that I was at recently for something coming up. Right. So he, again, he's like, yeah. So never going to go. Never going to go, is he? Like particularly those older guys, because there aren't many of that. They've got nothing else. They've no, got no, nothing else to do. No, but like, say your your Dugs and Johnny Kidd, they're not the they're not the same class, but they are of a generation where. There aren't loads of them, no. so they they do present a unique yeah. sort of chapter in British wrestling. Um, similarly, like you, you know, Jody Fly, she's going to keep getting booked yeah. on that on that proviso that she he is, you know, old school. One more question: best but, theme? Well, music. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, that wasn't a question, was it? Like somebody had put that on there saying that Giselle Shaw's Little Mix theme was the best theme. Right, okay. I, think. I mean, Little Mix um, are allies. They came out for Labour before right, the election. Right, okay. So I don't mind. Is Giselle Shaw? Um, I don't know, she's foreign, isn't she? Yeah. There again, David Starr, he's foreign and he came out for Labour. So. He doesn't like, shut up, does he? <laughs> you know. You um, um, I mean, it's reminded me the last couple of. Uh, Resurgent shows I've been to, just what a banger Rampage Brown's theme still is. Yeah, yeah, it works. You know, it works. Um, it was a real heartbreaker to go to Natural Progression series this year. Yeah, and not hear Baker Street playing for G Money. Um, felt like a travesty. It did. Um, it did. It just didn't feel right. Didn't well, feel it, right it wasn't right, mate. No. It wasn't. That's why it didn't feel right. Yeah, it just wasn't right. Um, what other themes I I mean you know this is a completely personal one but like I chose a bit of theme music for the King Cupid character yeah um, which I really like I like that I um, like uh, I like Mad Kurtz theme yeah song. and he, he he is singing that 
to himself a lot. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, at resurgence at the weekend, uh, Rocky Mack and Damon Moser came out to the Degeneration X theme. <laughs> Did they? I quite enjoyed. Oh my days. Yeah. Brit Res is dead. No, actually, do you know what? Brit Res is dead. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, just it's gone. Yeah. Um, did you want to do a state of the? the no, I don't even know what that was. No. Um, I think we haven't re- even really had a conversation. No. Too much of a conversation about it. Obviously, I'm moving away. Alan is not moving away. No. So we're not going to be in the same town as each other. We're not going to be going to quite as many shows together. Um, so we are trying to find appropriate ways to keep the podcast going. Yeah. M- more so than we have this year. Yeah. Because we've always stuck to the format that we've got. Um, we've only ever really done post-show shows hmm. um, with the occasional um, extra sprinkled in. Um, but we are working on a format that will make sense um, for us to keep doing a, a weekly I'm saying weekly, a regular show um, in the new year. Um, That may mean us calling on some of you, the listeners, um, to give your takes. One of the sort of big things that I think has come out of doing this podcast and doing the Facebook group is that there's a format. Yeah. Um, And people seem to have really taken to it. Yeah, and I like it because it's it's not just, um, or, or when it's best, it's not just these were three matches that were good or three wrestlers that were good. These yeah. are three matches or three wrestlers that were bad. It's about the beer. It's about the the atmosphere. It can be about a restaurant you went to before or after the show. Yeah. It's about the, the show-going experience, and I'd like to keep a bit of that yeah. in the podcast. So um, I'll still be going to some shows. I've got two season tickets for next year already. Yeah. Um, probably leave it at that. I've got a few others in the, in yeah. the, uh, in the books. You'll be um, in that London. I'm going to be in London. I'm going to yeah. try and make it to um, more and more of the London-based promotions well i mean um, the resistance gallery will just be a short bus ride away yeah um i don't want to go there no you have to stand up don't you yeah. um but i do intend on on trying some of the other um flavors yeah of wrestling that that london are offering and and you know actually public transport wise i'll be able to get out to some places which i can't get to from northampton yeah. easily so, you know, maybe I'll go to Riptide again one day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there are a couple on the on my horizon that I've got my eye on. Yeah. Um, so we'll try and work that out. Um, obviously, you know, I'll run these past you first and you can decide whether it's something that you want to do as well. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then maybe we can do a podcast about it together. Yeah. Otherwise, we will endeavour to have conversations about all the shows that we're going to. Yeah. But we'll have to be doing it remotely. Yeah. Fire up the Skype machine. Maybe I'll even talk about Impact. I've been watching Impact, Chris. I, d- I was absolutely appalled when you told me that earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit shit, but I like it. I almost asked you to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> so who even are you anymore? Um, but yeah, the Britress isn't dead. Love the Graps podcast isn't dead. It's just on life support. No. <laughs> um, it's just going to be a little bit different, I think, next year. Hopefully this matters to some people. 
Like I, I do sometimes. I think about the podcast. And I'm like, well, you know, we we don't we don't sort of push it too much on Twitter. We're not like very active on Twitter. No. Um, you know, sometimes we're not even the most sociable at shows. Like no. I know I'm I I'm you know I tend to keep myself to myself. You're probably a bit better at it than I am. Um, but I am pleased that a group has somehow coalesced um, as a result of the podcast even though it seems more like a Facebook thing than a podcast thing a positive space to discuss wrestling someone described it as and I think that's really good yeah I think that's absolutely what it is Um, and hopefully this is reflective of that as much as the group is reflective of the podcast Mm. Um, but we will be continuing in some fashion whether you like it or not yeah you will get more love the grass. Hopefully not with too much Joe Atherton on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it might be all Joe Atherton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wall God. to wall, Joe Atherton. He's one of the success stories. He, he really he, is. He is, isn't he? Yeah, one of the rising stars. Tables, Athers and chairs. On the, I'm not even sure. Is he still doing that? I don't know. Because he doesn't spam the group with it anymore. Um, is he all right? Is Joe okay? I haven't seen Joe for a while. Um, I messaged him the other day. Yeah. Seemed all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Farrow said, "Yeah, he's just a football podcast." And, and Joe and popped, to, up, popped yeah. up. When Joe talks about football, I switch off. Yeah. I don't know what he's going yeah. on about. I mean, it's lower division stuff, isn't it? I mean, if it was any division, I just wouldn't <laughs> right. have any interest. Okay, so there we are. That's 2019 that we haven't really comprehensively <laughs> covered. Do you remember but, the first time, like we? we did a podcast together it's before love the graps and i roped you in to do the indie darlings end yeah. of year thing yeah oh were we doing love the graps by that point i don't know I don't but know. we did like two and a half hours on yeah. a year in in indie wrestling yeah man times have changed haven't they well that was formatted wasn't it you did formats and stuff then yeah i did scripts yeah you did do scripts yeah. um i uh I mean, we've done these before. We've done. Do you remember yeah. the the grappies? We did, did do the grappies once, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, that didn't. Who's that won didn't the grappies this year? Um, okay. Uh, British wrestler of the year, Chris Brooks. Fuck, fucking hell. It's got yeah, be. sure. Okay. Um, British tag team of the year. I don't think there are any other. Uh, Andy from police. Okay. Um, Show of the year. Show of the year. Pub car park. Pub car park. <laughs> yeah. Um, and promotion of the year. Promotion of the year. Good wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's your graphics. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So should we leave it? Yeah. That? Let's just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> just play leave it. Yeah. I'm gonna get this up on the internet and then I'm gonna go and try and enjoy my life one last time before I have to finish moving house this weekend. Oh. Do you know what I've got to do this weekend? What? Fuck all, mate. Yeah. I, I honestly, I've got so much to do. Um, it's the heavy lifting that I don't like. Yeah. If only you knew some beefy men. Exactly. Where are all the bloody beefy men that I pay occasionally to <laughs> roll around in their pants for my entertainment? Do you know what? I bet if you got on that phone, Brendan White would be here. He'd be helping you out. I'm that sure kind of fella. Would, actually, that kind yeah. of fella. I'm sure he would, no doubt. I'll tell you who wouldn't. Who? Hey. Uh, Owen Charles. <laughs> Who's he? Yeah, he's long gone. Yeah. He got beaten up many times. By you. Well, not by you. 
by your proxies. No, 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 no. You that's, booked to be. They deserve. They decided that wrestling is real. Right, wrestling is real. Love the grapsism. <laughs> I did. Oh, I tried to do this a minute ago when I said it wasn't dead. Okay, bye. Good night. Go to bed, dark. Go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied.